1: Everybody and welcome to the Lion of the Inner Suite Podcast, episode sixty. My name is Dan Murphy, and I'm joined well, there's three of us here today, and we're the we had the three musketeers of being too tired from staying up really late to watch SummerSlam.
2: And <laughs> getting very getting very drunk in my case as well. well.
1: The voice you hear there is Mr Tom Malloy who was joining me in courtyard yesterday in Manchester. Tom, I didn't get home till six o'clock. What about you?
2: Um, I stayed at my mates he's got a house in Fallowfield so that was pretty good but I mean just the limbs in Courtyard when uh, Finn Balor yep. won that match um, that was unbelievable and scenes AJ's. and then oh, AJ Styles as well yeah um, absolutely brilliant and then in my excitement after I left Courtyard I uh, like super kicked one of my mates and uh, slipped over and fell on my ass. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a late
1: night of watching SummerSlam yeah. <laughs> should end really yeah it's very good. It was my first time ever watching a wrestling event in a, like a, place, a public place, and it was great. The atmosphere from a lot of the matches was really good. Yeah. Like I said AJ and Cena was easily the best. The limbs when my boy Finn won was brilliant, and then, and then we always had just we all just sh- meekly shuffled out of the pub after the sh- show that was the ending. Also joining us is Mister Tom Wilson, and since we have two Toms on the podcast today, we're just going to call Tom Wilson Wilson. So Wilson, how's it going? Yep. It's doing. It's
0: going very well. Why did you? Um, I drank a lot. Watched the wrestling. Stayed up. Yeah. Didn't really get a hangover too, which was a nice result.
1: Right, actually, so. I was only tired. I wasn't hungover. i We we got to courtyard at about half seven.
0: Well,
2: and I mean, we, we waited five hours
1: before we started.
2: Well, they have them. They have them four pint jugs, don't they? And I had I had two of those. <laughs> um, Fuck and I, I had like, I had four cans before I went as well, so yeah, I was yeah, you pretty drunk. And then I had an eight-hour sh- yeah, I, um, and then I had an 8 shift today, so that wasn't fun yeah. in the slightest. Yeah,
1: yeah. Speaking of how did you find SummerSlam, Tom? Because we want to we want to extend this podcast as much as possible because there's only one game to talk about this week. Yeah. Last, so SummerSlam, how did you find it, Tom?
2: Is that Wilson? Yeah, I uh,
1: Wilson is only Wilson.
2: <laughs> um, I, I, it was all right, you know. Uh, like I say, Balor and. Um, Styles' results I was happy about. Um, I, I mean, I remember being annoyed about the Sasha Banks match, um, but, but I think she's injured or yeah, something yeah. I've read yeah, now, so that's probably why that happened. And then, obviously, the Lesnar-Orton ending was just... Um, Preposterous, really. ...uncomfortable to watch, yeah. Yeah.
1: Have you not heard of that? Apparently, Finn's bro- like, done his rotary calf yeah. or whatever it is, cuff? whatever so. it is.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, just a lot of injuries by the looks of things.
1: Oh, man, it's shit. Like, there's going to be no one left on fucking Raw. Like, there's only two women in the whole fucking division on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that means Bailey's coming up tonight, lads. I'm going to not be able to stay up again. But, yeah, Wilson, how did you find stuff?
0: It was watchable. Um, I did have a lot of issues with it. For example, the universal tile is fucking ugly as shit. Yeah, I don't know. So laser. It's yeah, just like I a copy of paste. That That's that the,
1: the problem, like. I think it looks fine, but it's just a different colour scheme to the all the other titles, so it's just a bit boring.
0: Yeah. Um, what else was there? The ending was very, very confusing. I was actually a bit worried for Arson at first because the, the the blood was just puddling. In and it the was way.
1: real. Like he really fucking yeah. cut him with his He help. needed
0: like ten staples or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. It was grim. And I was like, "This is he just going off scripting? Is he just twatting him for the fucking fun of it? Because on, I mean, Lesnar could do that. He could literally just play faster, honestly. Exactly, and that's why I was like, shit. But then when when Shane came out, you know, it was a work because like, oh yeah, he's not going to send Shane out. <laughs> Shane's not going to play to Austin
0: for agreeing to that though.
1: Oh not well. If he did agree to it, that is fuck me. Imagine the shit show if he hadn't. Uh, I, f- I, f- I, f- I feel
2: like, yeah, I feel
0: like it probably was scripted,
2: but I, I think Lesnar. Went further than he, he was away. probably meant to. Yeah, I don't think they. Were, I don't think he was meant to cut him that bad. because um, it was like there was literally just a pool of blood in the ring, weren't there? Yeah, and it was. Yeah. Uh, when you're yeah. trying
1: to cut someone, where's the fucking? Line? Yeah. You know, it's a bit of a yeah. hard one to draw. But yeah. I don't know. There's some good matches. There's some stinkers. I think they need to get their acts together. Moving forward, now a lot of people need stories and the like. So we can only see where it goes tonight and tomorrow. But speaking of men faking injuries and being melodramatic let's talk about as it. their football Bolton Wanderers ladies and gentlemen have gone four games in a row without defeat without drawing they've won four victories in a row after they beat Fleetwood on Saturday things were looking bad for staff I didn't go to the game I couldn't be bothered I don't know why it's a weird thing we might talk about it later but I just didn't go and I was following it on Twitter sporadically I wasn't religiously following it but it seemed that things were very bad in the first half booze at half time people on Twitter moaning about certain players singling certain Medin out apparently and loads of stuff like that but then it was Dean Moxie who gave the ball away in his own area to let the Ball score for Fleetwood and then The the lads came out revigorated in the second half. The third. Gary Medine somehow bundling the ball home early on into the second half, and then as the match was coming to an end, six minutes to go, Josh Villa smashed the ball home for his second goal in two games, probably equaling the amount of goals he scored in the rest of his career, if I'm not mistaken, at Bolton. Yeah. So, you two, right? I can add nothing more to the conversation apart from that. You two, you got through the players, go through the game. How was it, Tom? You start. How was the game? How did we do? Probably
2: I mean I mean we're just the best team in the world, aren't we? I think I think that's pretty fair to say at the minute. No, um without getting carried away. I mean we've won four on the bounce now, um, which unbelievable. Uh, at, at the start of the season I couldn't have imagined that. Uh, I, I liked I like to think that our our squad is better on paper than most of the teams in this league, but you don't know until you actually start playing the games and you know, we can only beat what's in front of us at the minute. And we are doing, like like you said, first half, um, just a bit lethargic, really. Not, not the most enjoyable game. I mean, I actually watched Fleetwood um, last week play Oxford United. Um, and I thought they were a good team going forward. Had a lot of depth, like, in the forward areas. So um, I wasn't too surprised that they got, like, that early goal, sort of, in the first half. Uh, but then, again, once again... We came out with a different team second half, um, and yeah, just absolutely brilliant performance. Josh Vela, I'm glad he's uh, decided to start. You know, um, showing the potential yeah, that he has. Yeah, started to actually start playing football, um, and yeah, just just brilliant. And then even, even I mean, you know, it's good when even Conor Wilkinson can come off the bench and contribute meaningfully. Yeah. Uh, um, that's... <laughs> That isn't great, run, is great, it? great header into the path of um, well into the path of Kane Waller. who completely made a hash of it, which was a shame because I was quite impressed with Kane Waller. He's, he's a very willing runner, um, gets in behind the defence, causes problems. But um, when he like missed that ball, like my heart sank. And then luckily Josh Fellow was just on hand to absolutely lash it home.
1: Mm-hmm. So Wilson, man, what are your thoughts on the game? How uh, do you think we did, etc., etc.?
0: I bloody love the football. Um, <laughs> it's a
1: good sport, <laughs> isn't it? It's a good sport when your team's like, <laughs> wank.
0: Feels good to actually feel you know, good about your team now because for, for the last few seasons I've been like just dreading watching us play because I know it'll just end in heartbreak.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> but knowing that that's probably not going to be the case now is just brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, oh, we'll fucking Oh, we played now, brilliantly.
1: Yeah, um, any particular, like, you know, what are you? How do you think we played, like, how we played, like, was the improvement in the second half? That
0: was just magical, honestly. The turnaround was absolutely, like, it was like two different teams almost. Mm
1: -hmm. So what was going wrong in the first half? Like, why were we so bad?
0: We just didn't have any ambition. Like, we just didn't want to get forward for some reason. Mm -hmm. We were just content to just let them have another go. Which eventually led to the goal.
1: And in the second half, we were just a lot more We just wanted it. Packs and obviously ball at them all at half time
2: yeah
1: Tom is a lack of width in the Bolton team a problem
2: I mean at the minute uh, we're winning so um, it wouldn't seem so but I mean yeah I do see where you're coming from I mean we have two wingers in the squad one's Chris Taylor obviously and one is uh, one's Chris Taylor and the other's Tom Walker who um, you know probably needs a loan somewhere or something Um but yeah, I feel like uh, we've been linked with Cariol, but apparently he do, he wants to move down south or something. Mm-hmm. I think he'd be a great signing. It's a um, league, yeah. it, it pains me. It pains me to say that I actually think the player this team is missing is Liam Feeney. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Like, That's true.
1: He really is.
2: Uh, but at, at the minute, um, we seem to be getting away with the diamond. Uh, you know, Josh Vella is sort of. Capable at playing on that right-hand side of the diamond. Um, Liam Trotter on the left, you know, he's not obviously as dynamic a footballer as Josh Feller, but he's, you know, he's been putting shifts in. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I feel like we do sort of need some width just so, we, just so we can mix it up, really, because we're obviously playing the diamond because we have so many centre midfielders in the squad. Um, but, yeah, just just so we have a plan B, really, I think.
1: Yeah, I feel like it is worrying because Taylor, I don't know what Taylor is, but he's not a winger. He might play on the wing, but he's not a fucking winger. And like Walker, I thought he did alright against Blackpool, but he seems to have been, you know, he seems to have just been like shunted out a little bit now. So it's interesting, I think. We'll talk more on what Parkinson starts to do later on in the show, but Winger has to be right at the top of that list because it just feels like. Yeah, I just feel like, the, especially on the right hand side, when Buxton isn't one, who will get forward that often. We just have nothing really. Like I said, I don't know. I I, heard, I saw someone tweet yesterday that it was the first time in ages we'd had a Plan B, but do we? Like, what was this Plan B? Apparently, the What's second it? half was Plan A. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I get you. And uh, Plan the first half was Plan A, it just didn't work, and then second half it did.
2: Yeah. Park. Park only needs one plan, doesn't he? He's there. Uh, the guys. The guy seems to be, you know, he seems to be a good manager. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't want to get carried away because I remember, like, being really happy with Neil Lennon at first as yeah, well. Where we are. <laughs> so you know, he's he's made a great start, um, and he seems to be getting the most out of these players. Uh, and we knew there were some players in this squad that we knew could be a uh, much better than they showed last season. And you know, it's the likes of Josh Feller now who are really showing, um, you know, what they can do.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I think a few players Vela, Trotter, Weta, um, a few players have really been sparing even Medine as well a few players have seemingly been rejuvenated a hell of a lot due to Parkinson's I don't know either talking to him just his style of play whatever it is but a lot of players are playing a lot better Mike Davis still isn't apparently but we'll get on to that time shall we n- n- uh, go on to the player ratings and how everyone did do you want to Talk about Mark Howard first,
2: Tom. Yeah, Mark Howard. Uh, I mean, I, th- I feel like Mark Howard's a re- really good uh, shot stopper. Um, the problem is, uh, as you've perhaps mentioned, he doesn't look that comfortable um, playing the ball out. But I mean, I mean that which which surprised me because I went to the pre-season friendly against Preston. And he was he was just like. Um, He was sort of like taking on strikers on like the edge of his box and stuff, and like doing doing weird stuff like that. But his kicking's not that great. Um, And then at the end, he, you know, I don't I don't think coming like claiming crosses, he's the best. I think he punches the ball a lot when he could perhaps catch it. Um, And to be to be fair though, like when he did. Messed up at the end. He did recover well to so just like throw his body. Yeah. What was that? Like, I they did... heard he
1: nearly made a massive fuck up. What was that? Yeah. But
2: basically, I can't. I can't remember exactly what happened, but it was something along the lines. A cross was put in uh, but the ball was just played high into our box, and then he he sort of like went to catch it and just completely like missed it. And then luckily the defense got back and Howard got back to like they all sort of just threw their bodies on the line to block the ball, and then it fell to, I think, Devante Cole, Andy Cole's son, right on the edge of the box. And when I went to this Fleetwood oxford game the other day, he missed, like, three absolute saves. And he basically had, like, he was about... He was right on the edge of the box, but if he'd kept his shot down, it would have been in the back of the net, and he just absolutely skied it into Rosehead. That's
0: so, right away mean, won,
2: then. Yeah, um, but, like, yeah, Howard, he's a good shot stopper, but other area of his... Uh, other areas of his game could definitely improve, I think.
1: Do you recall those thoughts, Wilson?
0: Yeah, I think Mark Howard is like the antithesis of Ben Amos because Ben Amos as a shortstopper is very suspect, but his distribution is good. But Mark Howard's the opposite of that. And I don't mind him having, you know, Mark Howard having bad distribution because it's not that necessary in League One because, mm-hmm. you know, it's not really a ticky tackle, is it? Yeah, exactly. yeah, I agree, yeah.
1: It's just. It's not even that he can't play at the back. It's that he's kicking, distance kicking. Yeah. It's been a bit of an issue. It's always a bit wayward. I think that needs that does need a bit of work, especially when we're aiming for target men. Lewis Buxton. He's had a solid start to his ball career. Had a bit of a shake one in the first half. The way he hit on
2: um, Yeah, Lewis Buxton. Uh, I just think he's quite a forgettable footballer. Um, and I, but I feel like sometimes you know if you're a right back and you don't particularly stand out for any reason. You're probably doing your job all right, um, mm-hmm. but I, d- I don't have much opinion on the guy. Like he just, he just, he's just there. And um, he, I mean, like I remember when we first signed him. I remember, Rotherham fans. or oh, some fans were saying he had a really strange running technique. And now every time I just get distracted by watching him run because he does sort of run like a girl, um, yeah. just with his arm, with his arms sort of at the side. It, like someone said, he looks like he's running like pushing a pram. And next <laughs> time, next, next next time next time you watch him, you just have, you'll you'll see what they mean. Oh god! Uh, but no, like, like I say, I don't really, you know, um, it have a solid defensive performance, especially you know in the second
0: half, and you know he's part of that. So fair play.
1: Yeah, what do you reckon,
0: Wilson? I don't dislike him, but I don't. I'm not a fan of him either. I mean. If I saw him on the team sheet, I wouldn't groan or like smile. I'd just kind of be like, right, "Who else is yeah. on the team sheet?"
1: Yeah, I, I like him. Man. I think he's just spin hes not like one to go forward at all. But he just, he's just—he's very good at just standing his ground and like picking the ball off toes and not diving inside. So I—I I quite like him. I think
2: he's, his his hair's not as impressive as Laurie Wilson, yeah, so but is it? ability oh, <laughs> is.
1: So that's all <laughs> that matters, really. Um, David Whittier and Matt Beavers—these two—we may as well throw them together now because they are just one big, massive, fucking, uh, amazing unit. Wilson, are they still as impenetrable as ever?
0: I ship those two. <laughs> we need to make like, a combination. Oh, Nick, I yeah. called
1: it, I, oh, I did it on, I wrote an article, I think I said Beta, which works. Oh, that's perfect, yeah. Beat up Strikers. So <laughs> <beaters>.
0: <laughs> I fucking love them. The, the partnership they have is so, like, re, like, reassuring. Because they just deal with most of the stuff that comes their way. And it's so fucking refreshing to see two Centre backs who know each other and know what they're doing.
1: Mhm, definitely. Oh, any of them so have, good. Did any of them have like standout moments against uh, Fleetwood?
0: Not really that I can remember. They just kind of got on with it. So more or less. Uh, I uh,
1: think
2: Yeah, no, I, lo- I love beeves and Weir. I mean, it takes, you know, I, I think it says it all that uh, they've they've done a lot to mend my Broken heart, uh, which I suffered as a result of selling Rob Holding in the summer, yeah, yeah. and, and he's you know, joined, obviously, he's doing
1: madness over at Arsenal.
2: Yeah, uh, Big
1: respect, uh, Rob. We love you. Apparent, apparently, that, he played it. really well
2: the other day, didn't he? But um, yeah, no, like obviously, I still miss Rob Holding. But I mean, they've come in and they've just formed such a formidable partnership. They're just com- absolute colossuses, you know. Um, nothing, nothing gets past them. Uh, David Wheater's lack of pace isn't an issue in this league I don't think mm-hmm. so he gets away with that and then Matt Beavers or Beavers as Johnny would say um, incredible just I love him yeah, yeah
1: they're, they're both really really good Moxie on the other hand doesn't seem to be having an, an upturning form unlike his fellow teammates does he Tom
2: Moxie no I, like I say the goal awful just awful Um, he's an awful footballer isn't he -hmm. I thought he might be good at this level but uh, no Uh, I I mean I don't know can we see Andrew Taylor coming in soon
1: I was just going to ask this Um, Moxie he's been bad for a while I thought he was really good for the first half of last season probably our best player for a while then he got injured and when he came back he was appalling and then he's just been average to shit ever since so yeah Wilson do you think Andrew Taylor comes in on Saturday or do you not change the winning team
0: I wouldn't mind seeing Andrew Taylor get a run out. Dean Mox is very up and down for me. Like, one week I love him, and the next week I want him to retire.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I mean, I f- I f- we definitely need consistency in the back line.
1: What one was it on Saturday? Was he was down, it a retired a definitely day?
0: down. <laughs> yeah, it was a retired day, definitely.
1: So, yes Bearing, the standing captain, since Darren Prattler is crocked, and he's been putting in some inspired performances as of late, especially against Bristol on Wednesday. So, how was he on
2: Saturday, Tom. Um he looks dangerously close to the player that um we had when he was first on loan from Liverpool and not, like I loved him back then. Like um mm-hmm. it was absolutely fantastic. All Bolton fans, I remember the outcry to sign him at the mm-hmm. time. Know, like yeah. uh Well that's the last time we spent substantial money on a player, isn't it? Like yep. two million, one and a half million. Yeah, that's right. Um and yeah, no, he, he he's really recapturing that form. I think part, he's got a manager now who believes in him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neil Lennon didn't like Jay spearing I think that's pretty common knowledge. Yep. Uh So, and just in that in that sitting midfield role, it, I think that's the perfect role for him. Um, and you know, he's he's doing it perfectly. He's just giving the back four the protection they need. Um, just buzzing around that sort of area of the pitch Um, like keeping it simple and you know and he almost scored an absolutely stunning free kick as well again Uh, again yeah he sort of he was on the left hand side of the box
1: Felipe Sperino
2: yeah he was on like the left hand side of the box and he sort of hit it across the goalkeeper and the keeper was completely just like rooted to the spot and it, it just went over and hit like them little poles behind the goal um, do you know the thing that keep him like, standing up? It just hit that, and um, obviously I thought I could, I could see because I was behind the goal, so I could see I hadn't gone in, but it like, hit that and then hit the side netting. And I think there was some cheers because I think some people thought he had gone in, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no, I'm loving Jay spear at the minute.
0: Are you loving him as well, Wilson? Yeah, and Hobby doesn't move the clubs like it's been rumoured. If that happens, I'll probably. We'll talk we'll about that and... later, don't you worry. Yeah. But yeah, James Baird's been just money this season, just
2: mm. absolutely. Money. Yeah, th- Bay Bay base Oh, nice. <laughs> nice.
1: I feel like he uh, had a bit of an off game against Wimbledon, but he's really stepped it up since, and it's great to see. We'll talk about his uh, the links moving him, uh, linking him away. Of late, later, don't you worry about that. Uh, Josh Feller, Tom. You yeah, said you were really, really impressed with him. I think was he your man of the match? I imagine.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, I I did vote for him on like the when they have like the little poll on the Bolton Wanderers uh, Twitter page. I voted for Josh Feller and he just he's like so tenacious and like so like high energy, and he's just showing a completely different side, you know, to him. And that that's what we've you know been wanting from him—just that hundred percent sort of commitment, taking a game by the scruff of the neck, uh, and just you know running the show basically. And I think. A lot of people, for a long time, have wanted Josh Vella to be this player, like a deep line playmaker sort of guy who just like sprays balls yeah, out. You or, can't do that at so um, all. But yeah, so I think he's reinvented himself because I think he was very much that player for like the reserves, like when he was growing up. Um, but like he's, he's reinvented himself as just this high energy, like box to box midfielder, and uh, he's you know. He's, I think he's sort of gained something from getting an extended run of the running the team in his preferred position as well.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's what we've been calling for for a long while. Were you impressed with him, Wilson?
0: Yeah, I thought it played great. I was honestly resigned to you know, just thinking that he was the second author of choice right back mm-hmm. for the remainder of his Bolton career. But I'm, I'm really happy he's had this renaissance of sorts. Yeah, and good. I hope he carries on.
1: Yeah, it's not even a really nice no, really, because I don't think he's ever had a good spell in midfield, really, of, like, sustained quality, because, you know, we all, when he first came in, it was right back, we all loved him, he got the odd chance in midfield, impressed here or there, never really got a chance to really, like, go at it, but now it seems he has, it's good, it's really good. Well,
2: I mean, strangely enough, I, I, I seem to think his biggest, his longest run in midfield was under Friedman in that season, We just missed out on the playoffs, um, he played about five games in centre mid, and I say that's a run. Did but, he? Did he play
1: uh, yeah. on Friedman? Yeah,
2: in that, in that first season, then they fell out, I think. But um, yeah, I mean, because I remember we loaned Stuart Holden out to Sheffield Wednesday.
1: Wednesday
2: yeah. And um, that's when Vela was getting in the team at that period, and I remember he actually started in centre midfield in a way against Card, if it was. And if we won that game, we would have, like, we was guaranteed to be in the playoffs and we ended up drawing it but Josh Vella was really good that day and Stuart Holden actually came on as a sub for Josh Vella I think so that showed how like, highly rated he was at that time but um, no I'm, I'm really happy he's getting an extended run
1: Yeah it's great it's, it's, it's good to see him finally I think we all want the best of other we all want him to succeed and you know when you see him celebrate goals like that you know, he's one of our own and we all want him to make it big and we can only hope he does just not move to Arsenal that'd be that'd be nice don't fuck off lad um, Liam Trotter now I've been impressed with Trotter recently I think he's done alright at times I think he's not the most mobile but he's good on the ball he gets a bout good knack of coming into the box late to get on the end of loose balls and whatnot. so Wilson how do you think old Trotter
0: did he could have his odd good game and um, I thought he probably had that on Saturday but uh, he's he's the same as um, <clears throat> Dean Moxley for me ok too right. inconsistent for my liking
1: so what do you think of him Whatever
0: on Saturday. Uh, Liam Trotter. Liam Trotter is such an odd one because, like,
2: like, like Tom said, some weeks you just think like, "How have you become a professional footballer?" And then other weeks, you know, he'll thread f- lovely, nice passes through, lovely three balls in against Blackpool when he put that ball on a plate for Jamie Proctor. Mm-hmm. it will produce. He'll produce. I think Liam Trotter is a sort of. Big moments player, like he'll produce a one moment of quality in a game, and then you won't notice him for like the rest of it. Um, like he's he's scored a couple of goals for us now, aren't he? and I think they've like they've all been like decent goals. And like I say, I think he's just sort of a big moment player. And uh, but I think he is you know he's not he's not one of our first choice centre midfielders. It, it'd be Prattley in the team instead of him if he was fit. Um, but you know he's. He's doing a job, isn't
1: he? Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of players who do one thing in a game and then don't do anything ever again, Mark Davis, he's been one of the players who seemingly hasn't been, you know, hasn't, form hasn't increased drastically under Parkinson. I've been very disappointed in every time I've seen them thus far this year. How was he on Saturday, Tom?
2: I can't remember Mark Davis doing much, like, and I I think I say that every Sounds week like about Davis. him. Yeah, <laughs> um, you, like I say, you, there's so much quality. Um, he dived. I mean, I don't know if it was a dive because I was it was at the opposite end of the pitch to me. But if he did dive, it was stupid. like were about six minutes in, and then obviously he had to play the en- the rest of the game with a yellow card, which as a centre midfielder isn't great. No. Um, but yeah, like he's just very. He had so much potential, and he, he, I think with Matt Davis, we're all just sort of holding on to that spell he had in the Premier League when he first broke into the team. Mm-hmm. And he's never really reached heights again. I mean, our first season in the Championship, he chipped in with a few goals, like, and he was pretty good. Yeah. But si- since that, um, no, not really.
1: He's not scored a goal, and since the end of not last season, the season before, when he literally passed it into the net from the Brentford yeah. keeper. So yeah, it's not going all well at the minute. What do you think of him? Wilson,
0: I hate like that. I also want to know the club.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: oh, I can't tell you how frustrated he makes me whenever he's on the perch
1: Yeah, oh. it's, it's so annoying as well. Um, Wilson, what did you make of the booing at time On
2: a quick, I view? think it was
0: pathetic. Yeah,
1: it was stupid, wasn't it? Was it, how, how widespread was it? Um,
2: it was It was definitely you could definitely hear it. Like, it was a healthy it was,
0: booing, a healthy sort yeah. of
2: them. <laughs> and, uh, it it is ridiculous. It's so you know. I think Bolton fans. Some Bolton fans, I should say, are very entitled, and they feel like you know, I think I think they think like League One's below us or whatever, and that we should be winning every game four nil or something, and then we won we're one nil down at half time. We've we've won every other game this season. Like, get a grip, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's get get some perspective. Yeah,
1: it's absolutely infuriating, especially after what we went through last year. You would have thought. You'd appreciate only being one nil down at half time. It's a nice change, really.
2: Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at Mark Davis's stats now, and he's he's an attacking midfielder, really, and he's uh, scored 14 goals in 183 appearances for Bowling Wanderers. Oh yeah, shit. So That's that pretty pretty poor, and uh, so six six of them were in one season and the in the fact championship. He's
1: only had 100 odd appearances in like eight years. It's even more of a shocking st- st- statistic. Yeah. Yeah. What I yeah. want to know
0: is what his job on the pitch is.
1: I think he's just the one who's given like he's meant to be the one who creates, but he's not being. And I think the quicker you know Clayton Clough, are back, actually fully fit, completely. I think I, I imagine we see them yeah. take up their positions. So instead. something
2: else that is something else that is a telling stat about them, like performance statistics. Is the most appearances ever made in a season was the season we got relegated from the Premier League. Yeah, and it, so he was obviously like our first choice.
1: Field. like with Rio Coco wasn't he, or with, he might, um, I think
2: he might have been yeah. on the left or something and then yeah like, but like anyway and, so okay. that's like his biggest run in the team and we got relegated so I think that says a lot as well
1: that's a great wee stat uh, Zach bluff left the pitch after 30 minutes uh, was it a slight pop in his hamstring or something not too serious apparently from Parky, but we haven't had an update yet which take that as you will What's what we're gonna do with him, Wilson? He's he's he can't stay fit, can he?
0: He can't. This should be like because um, he walks off all right. Looks all right walking off, but um, <sighs> I don't know. It's the just start
1: of the season and yeah, uh, pop. It's, it's, a, it's a worrying trend, isn't it, Tom? I don't think I
0: don't
2: yeah I don't think he actually did much while he was on the pitch either. Like um, I, I don't know how long he was on for, but. Um, I don't. He didn't really make that much of an impression on me while he was on the pitch.
1: It seems like nobody did in that first half,
2: though. Indeed. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Obviously, um, and like I feel, I feel sorry for the kids. But I mean, the he, the kid seems to be like made of glass, doesn't he? Like mm. he just, um, he, you you say he looked like he's bulked up against Wimbledon, was it? I think or, he did yeah, uh, and Bristol, as yeah, well. and you know he needs to because he, he's he's a smart, he's like small in it, but. um... Yeah, yeah. Like, he's yeah no. He has such undoubted quality. I mean, he at, at this level, if he stays fit, he, he could he, he could easily be like a twenty goal seasons like player. But he's not gonna you know stay fit for a sustained period of time. It looks like so. I hope it's just not a case of what if was that club.
1: Oh, no, no, it's, it's really really sad to think of it. Um, Gary Medine, washing machine, goal machine took the place of Jamie Proctor it was his well he didn't take the place but he, he, it was his job to fulfil the role of being the big target man up front in the absence of Proctor who also was injured it's not going well the injury curse is striking already even a change even a change of training ground seemingly can't get rid of this fucking injury problem fuck knows what's up with us just kiss to the end how did Nadine do Tom?
2: I think the interesting thing about Gary Medin's problems is, um, well, from from my perspective, was that my dad actually praised him, and my dad never praises Gary Medine, and my dad said, "Oh, Gary Medine's working out today." Um,
1: Interesting.
2: So I think that he might have found his level. Um, obviously, um, he's not like, you know, he's not he's not a great footballer, is he? But at the minute, he's putting a shift in, and that's all we can really ask from a target
0: man. Yeah,
1: he's doing the job for us. Though, did you think he did, yeah. uh, Wilson?
0: I honestly had no complaints about him. I thought he put in a acceptable shift. I think once he you know adjusts to this level a bit more, he'll be um, he'll be very reliable. But he, if we he, get promoted, I don't think we should keep him around. I think he should just be used to get us back into the championship.
2: He, yeah, no, he almost he almost scored a uh, he almost scored another goal as well because he, he had a header and it was an absolutely great save great by save, the yeah. Fleetwood keeper, bottom corner. Like.
1: Yeah, I've seen that in the highlights. It did look, it did look pretty good. I so went to the substitutes, Kane Woolery, as Tom said, earlier, came on for Cloth, and he said he seemed to have missed a couple of sitters, but otherwise played all right. Am I have I got the gist of that correct, Tom?
2: Uh, yeah, I, I like I like Kane Willery, Um and I'm not really sure like why, but uh, he, I mean, he's really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that. I think that's how you can sum up Kane Woolery's football ability. He is really fast, but uh, he can't. I mean, he's shown he can finish as well sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goal, but he, he always, I think he's too fast for his own good sometimes, because I feel like the ball always gets like like lost behind him, yeah, or like stuck between his feet, or he can't quite, you know, get it out of his feet, and I think um, without, you know, I think Neil Lennon made a fair point when he said, like, he's raw. To, like, from now, seeing him play a bit more, like, he needs to sort of. I think he's getting there. I think he's like he's footballing brains getting a bit better. Like mm-hmm. I think he, he makes some good runs off the ball sometimes and stuff. And like against Blackpool, obviously he gambled on that chance and it paid off for him. And he just needs to keep doing what he's doing. And you know the composure will come with time.
1: Yeah, he may he may will be raw, but the only way you get cooked is by being yeah. in the fire. Yeah, that's a exactly. Great, that's a fucking. That's great a great emotion. analogy. I'm yeah. so happy with that. I'm using that every time anyone ever says that again. That's <laughs> fucking beautiful, Wilson. What do you think about my analogy? And then what did you think about Ken Woolery?
0: It's bang on, to be honest. Because um, I think the only thing that Ken Woolery needs to be a tr- to be a truly big asset to our team is confidence, and getting benched every week isn't going to help that. Mm-hmm. I think he needs a start.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think we could use him with a start, giving him a start because he's got the only player in the old team with a little bit of raw pace. I say a whole lot of raw pace. You know, with Clough, Clayton, um, and Proctor all injuries or injury doubts, he may well get his start on Saturday. At least we hope he'll get a start over um, Connor Wilkinson. I imagine we all hope. He came on the pitch on Wednesday at Bristol and was atrocious, apart from one really good touch. What he seems to have improved a little bit on Saturday, Tom. Is there a future for him at Bolton Wonders? Um,
2: long term, no. At the minute, uh, injury problems probably. Like, I mean, he came on. You know, <laughs> I can't really say much more other than he like assisted the winning goal, and it, 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 it seems crazy that I can say that about Connor Wilkinson because every other time I've seen him play for us, he he's so ineffective and just awful. At football, um, and just such like so big-headed and like he just seems just he just seems like a bit of a tosser really, but
1: um, the jar bonds and the yeah t- the, yeah. the bonds, but nice.
2: um, not like I say he assisted the winning goal,
0: Um and you know you can't really ask more than that. Well, Sam,
1: what do you think?
0: I don't think he's improved at all, to be honest. it mm-hmm. will take us another relegation before I look <laughs> in and say, we need him to start, because <laughs> I mean, he's just dire. The knockdown was good, but I mean, I think any of our strikers could have pulled that off.
1: Mm-hmm. Was the other substitute Chris Taylor? Or someone else? No, he might not think it was Taylor. Who was the other substitute?
2: Uh, did we make three substitutes? No, um, idea. No. I don't know I, I, I I what Only two? It only two?
1: Well, I, I,
2: I, I thought we were going to. I thought we might bring Andy Taylor on for like, um, moments. To be fair, about like when we, uh, yeah, just for because Wool- I thought Wallerie Wool- really looked like he picked up a knock or something towards the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it was just cramp or whatever, but I thought we might throw Andy Taylor on for Kane. Wallerie Wool- yeah. like just to shore up at the back,
0: but alas. Well,
1: we know your man of the match was Vella Tom uh, Wilson. Who was your man of the match?
0: match? Um, either weeds or beavers.
1: I think Beavers could literally... It's going to be boring giving it to Beavers <laughs> because Beavers could win a Man of the Match every single week for the rest of the season, I imagine. But, you know, top of the table, 12 points, ahead of everyone else, the only football league team in the whole country who stars a 100% record. Quite a beautiful thing. Now, as we said earlier, there's a there's been rumours circulating. Apparently, there's been bids or contact from Bolton for defeat... Why he's not been fucking shipped off? We'll never know. Vela spearing, and Woolery. You now bids coming in for four players. Loan bids for spearing, which get to fuck. And we're in for two players on loan, but we don't know who they are. Seems like they're going to be a striker and a winger. Hopefully, if you know, we all remember, Ken Anderson or Paul Swift did say they had connections with Premier League clubs. I'm going to go try and get players on loan from there. So we'll see how truthful that was in the coming weeks, I'd imagine, but. Uh, Tom, where do we need to strengthen? Do you think any of the four players mentioned, or any other players, will leave us before this window closes?
2: I really hope not. Um, oh well, I mean, I hope David leaves. What am I talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, but the other, the other three, um, I, I'd really like to stay. Uh, Kane Walery, Kane pace is just, you know, it's, it is frightening, and that you can't, re- you can't really replace that. Um, like because he. he I mean he is he's just so many yards quicker than most of the defenders in this league from what I've seen and uh, like I say he needs to you know improve his composure or whatever but I feel like once he does that he could be a very useful player for us mm-hmm. and then obviously Sparrow and Vella are key members of our team at the minute so it'd be a huge blow to lose either of them oh
1: definitely and who do you think will get in or what do you want us to see get
2: in like I say a winger and a striker I think it's got to be in it Um I feel like everyone seems to think it could be Adam LaFondra but it won't be because now, if it's LaFondra like,
1: I'd fucking do unthinkable <laughs> things. <on Twitter. laughs> but
2: like uh, <laughs> Phil Parkinson doesn't really have a connection to him, so it just wouldn't be, would it? Like no, there's, no, no. there's no reason for it to be LaFondra unless he's just
1: pushing for something. Unless he just joking.
2: rings, rings Parky up and he's like, "Oh, you, like wanna get in on this promotion?" Human be
1: though, because he won't be number nine. Yeah. Well, the, driver, <laughs> the driver is not signing But I, I obviously want to sign the Fonda if we got the Fonda I'd fucking do unspeakable things I can't even imagine it and the wing I think Carriol would be a good signing but I do not see that happening I just, I just don't I feel it like will go to a championship club not even league one but we'll see Tom I mean Wilson sorry I'm getting confused myself now do you think any of the players will leave do you want them? well obviously don't apart from Devee obviously but do you think any of them will leave and who do you want us to bring in
0: I'm reasonably confident we'll keep all of them. Uh, kind of unfortunately, because I want to beat to leave too. Mm-hmm. But. Um, I said this last time I was on the podcast. I think we really need a playmaker. I think people are underestimating how solely we need that because we don't really have anyone to, you know, create the chances.
1: Man, it's a shame we got rid of Stephen Dobby. <laughs> Honestly
2: what about uh, what about Jamie thomas who is now playing for air united who have lost every single game this season and i don't, I don't think they've scored yet actually they might have scored that like, one goal one for the future and was
1: it, it was it
2: wasn't, it wasn't by him either <laughs> i mean yeah i think he he came on as like a second half substitute the other day though, so he can't even get a game in you know scottish version of the championship which is probably equivalent to the northern premier league one so
1: one for future one for the future yeah Bolton play Charlton on Saturday, hoping to extend the winning record to five matches in a row. Fuck knows when the last time we did that at the start of the season. That'll be a date to dig out. Um, anyone here going to Charlton on Saturday?
0: No.
2: I wish I was. I can't afford it, really. I am.
1: Um, woo! We won't go to Bolton at home, but we'll go away to Charlton.
2: Is someone like Ric Flair onto the pod with that uh, little woo? Nah, will not <laughs> we let just laugh. Um, but no, I wish I was going because. Um, obviously reasons we're, we're really good at the minute mm-hmm. um, I've never been to Charlton so it would be nice to go to another ground mm-hmm. um, Is just on an unrelated note I've just seen this on Twitter has this actually happened like Johnny Evans £25 million it's
0: been really if that happens 10 times the price
2: of Rob Holden just like that if that scene. happens I'm quitting football. yeah oh but anyway, yeah, bad. Going for £25 million.
1: Pounds. But Holland Sat on ESPN in America.
2: But uh, yeah, um, so yeah, I'm jealous of you, Dan, going down to Charlton anyway. Well,
1: we could talk about Charlton. They're a team we kind of know. They got relegated along with us last year. They've lost some of the good players in, like, Goodmanson and Cousins, is it? Did Cousins go to QPR, I want to say? Something like that. So they lost a few of the good players, but they're still. Um, still going along quite well. I think Johnny Jackson's a good player. We've got a couple of good youngsters that... I think, I think they're in the playoff places so far in the league, if I'm not mistaken. How do you see the game going, Wilson?
0: We're going to fucking batter them. It's going to <laughs> be an absolute bloodbath, honestly. I can't wait for
1: it. Ooh, strong words, strong words. Would you make any changes to the team? Pop. Uh,
0: I think Moxley could do with a bit of a, you know, mm-hmm. a bench into kind of, you know... I think Taylor
1: definitely should. Who starts In. instead of the injured Cuff, if he is indeed still injured?
0: Woolery, we'll hopefully.
1: Mm-hmm. Same to you, Tom. Um, how I think we'll do? Make uh, that team?
2: I think it's going to be our toughest game of the season so far, but uh, I'd like to say we're going to win 5 out of 5. Mm, yeah. I'd, like to say, I'd, like, I'd like to say we're going to win every single game this season. Um, be
1: something, 136 points, <laughs> be something. But I, I do agree, I think this is our toughest game by far, thus far. They also have, have a bit of talent. They have pace on the wings, which will be interesting to see how we deal with. Because yeah, they have no up front, width. is it? Uh, is
2: it that Josh? Josh Magennis? They have up front. Um, oh, the Northern Ireland. To...
1: They have Nicky uh, Jose as well, don't they?
2: Oh, do they? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's a good player at this level, isn't he? So. They have a
1: lot of pace, a lot of skill, and we have not a lot of pace, <laughs> not a lot of width, and not that much skill. So it'll be interesting to see how we combat that.
2: They no okay. longer have Ricardo Riccardo though, so that's always oh, a uh, positive. At, that's <laughs> one for the future. Well, positive for Charlton, maybe. But mm-hmm,
1: um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see how we do. I, I will be seeing how we do, but I'm a bit more tentative about this one. But we're in good form. We're in high spirits. We should go there confident. We should go there looking to batter them. 5-0. No. Here's hoping. 5-0. No. And that is the end of the Line of Inner Street podcast, episode 60. Sorry that's a bit of a short one, but... There's not much to talk about really, is there, you know, only one game this week, opposed to the past five we've had in the other two weeks, but that's alright, we'll be back next week to you, talk, are you Are you going
2: uh, to treat yourself to go into the Everton under-23 game next week?
1: Is that next week?
2: Next Tuesday.
1: Just in the EFL thing? Yeah. Is that next week? Check chequered church, yeah. I
2: it's
1: called. I thought I'm not going to do that in a million years. <laughs> I, I wonder I, how many
2: fans will be on that night. I
1: hope empty. I hope no one goes. If I, if I didn't go to an actual fucking league game because I couldn't be bothered, and I didn't want to be in a dead atmosphere. I, I, yeah, I want to wait your question. From this. I, I, I went to Blackpool, Bristol and Wimbledon, and the atmospheres, Br- Bristol and Wimbledon were all really, really good, and then Bristol started shit and then got really good at the end. So I've been in, like, three good atmospheres in, like, a week. And I just couldn't face going to Reebok, looking at it and being dead, 13,000. It's so literally half a half empty. And I just couldn't face it. So is that weird?
2: Especially oh, that's completely the form, understandable. Especially with yeah, the former in there. It k- k- kicks off at 7pm as well, so it even kicks off at the time of reserve game. That's so,
0: so
2: shit. It's so small time.
1: Yeah, I I hope, I hope there's not more than 100 people there. Oh, I yeah. might go to I might
2: go to the Blackpool game at home. No, but, I can't
1: be asked going to that. I'm not going to any. I'm, well, I'm not going to Wembley unless, unless to Wembley. we get to Wembley. Yeah, I'll definitely. I'm not going to be an great. we going to, I'm going to Wembley <laughs> if we get to Wembley, but I'm not going to any of these games at the minute because it's just, It's just fucking. It's, 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 it's a waste total, of complete disrespect. And then we're gonna to go to Cheltenham. That's the. It's, in, it's fucking three hours away, lads. What are you doing? It's bullshit. Oh, there's
0: what? some decent chippies there that's fucking gel Mate, it's... Just um, how, how much do tickets cost for this game? I'll be that's intrigued.
1: Cause I reckon there'll be a 5 let's, let's have a
2: look if you can find out. I'll be intrigued. Uh, but, I'm just going to do that, so... But, but I mean, yeah, no, that... I
1: want Bolton to play... Against Everton, at least, I want us to play all under... twenty, All under 18s, because... No, oh, so, oh, so,
2: oh, so oh. it's not even like, right... And they're allowed three overage players and an overage goalkeeper. So and it's 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 under twenty three, so it's not even like under twenty one. So like realistically. They could play the Gaku if they wanted. Yeah, you know what I mean? And he'd be an under he'd still be an underage player.
1: And
2: then overage players they'll probably play the likes of I don't know, who's not in the team at the minute, like Kone, um
1: they could play badly, like legitimately.
2: Yeah, follow the best play. chance Everton have of getting a fucking trophy. Hey. Exactly. It's <laughs> so it's just it's just stupid in it. But yeah, um,
1: if it's being treated as a youth competition for the big clubs, then we should just play against Everton at least. I want a whole under twenty-one team.
0: It'll be got, embarrassing if we play even a half-strength team. Oh, they're, not, they're not
2: even selling tickets for it yet, and yeah. it's on sale. it's, 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 the next, pay it's pay on this time. Thing, we, think. Yeah,
1: and it'll be. And you know, if we play um, full fit, full fit players, they'll all get injured.
2: Yeah, I mean. no, I think, I, think, I think we'll play like fringe players. I, I'd allow
1: Derek play and Davie if he's back and Proctor if he's still unfit, and Cluffin Clayton if they need time. Play, it'd be good to get players who are a bit unfit. Like give um, Andrew Taylor a run, give Laurie Wilson a go. Connor I mean, Wilkinson's gonna play in it. There you go. Well, be even like get players in the first team who aren't playing. That I
2: think that'll be Andrew Taylor's debut, actually. Maybe yeah, it's a good show. Throwing yeah. it this weekend, and
1: I hope. Yeah, we'll talk a bit more. We'll talk about this more in the next week podcast, yeah. or whatever. Because you know we're kind of proving this. This well. next week, yeah. Um, yeah, I hope if we if we play anyone who's a fuss, like if we play anyone who played the whole game on Saturday, I'll be fucking outraged. But anyway, we'll get to that in all good. Time as I said, that is the end of Line of Inner Suite episode sixty. You can get us on Line of for all reaction and action. Oh, what? So it's reaction. It's like I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna talk about <laughs> it. Just you can see all the coverage of every button game. Even though I wanted us to boycott the Everton game because I'm a fucking. Are we, are, we actually, are we actually
2: going to do articles on that game?
1: Well, if no fuck
2: is no.
0: going, then fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> that game is not happening.
2: Are yeah, we just forgetting? We're just like ignoring that. Well,
1: I yeah. said we should boycott it, but the up the other gentlemen who are on this site uh, disagreed. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. If no one goes, no one will be there to write anything. So hashtag boycott. But yeah, you can go over to lineofinsight. dot com for all bulletin
2: wonders. And has- hashtag um, also a hashtag that we need to get going is. Um, hashtag Eckersley in as well for um, the new oh, yeah. musical about Wonders. Yeah. So get that trend. As well.
1: I don't think it's happening because our, our boy. <laughs> it, I don't. I don't think it's going to happen anyway. But speaking of Johnny, I think uh, everyone at Line of Suite would like to send our condolences to Johnny and his family as his granddad passed away during Bolton's match on Saturday. So we'd like to, you know, I think everyone. I think everyone on the podcast and everyone on the website will echo thoughts um, for wishing them all the best and uh, our, you know, our deepest condolences at this very sad time. But elsewhere, you can get, you know, you're on the Line of the Suite podcast, you can follow that, subscribe that. You to get us on Twitter at Line of the Suite and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Line of the get me on Twitter at Mavroski, you can get Tom on Twitter at Tom Malloy, and you can get... Uh, Wilson on Twitter at Cult of Wilson. So, lads, if there's nothing left to say, it's time to say goodbye. to so say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Wilson.
0: Fuck Mark Davis.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. And it's goodbye from me, Celeve.